Money FM 89.3, best of the breakfast huddle. The Bigger Picture with Ryan Huang. Money FM 89.3, The Breakfast Huddle, Elliot Danka, Bharati Jagdish and Ryan Huang. Now it's time for The Bigger Picture. Well, the reopening of economies and borders, it's all been welcomed, but clearly all of this also obviously comes with risks. Ryan, I understand you're taking a closer, more granular look at these as part of the outlook for the rest of the year. That's right, Bharati. When you think about it, when we reopen borders and also ease on restrictions, it comes with a few trade-offs. Even though the economy gets a chance to pick up again, it all also has the risk of you no know, COVID-19. That risk management is going to be really in focus on how you prevent that from getting worse. So the bag of risk also includes what's happening with the inflation picture where you've got rising costs and also what's happening with the Federal Reserve where they are thinking about tapering. To get the bigger picture, we've got Swan Tekin. He is the Head of Research for UOB. Morning, Tekin. How are you doing today? Hey, good morning, Ryan. Good to be here. Thank you. Hey, glad to have you on, Tekin. Now, let's start with Singapore first. We've got a latest Q3 advanced estimates and it points to 6.5% growth in that quarter and it's encouraging enough for some banks to even lift their full year outlooks for the economy and then you have the MES also looking a bit more optimistic removing some of their previous references to some of the downside risks before how do you see the outlook taken when you look at the backdrop of rising costs how much might that derail the momentum right yes yesterday we have this third quarter advanced estimates you know, uh, quite uh, quite a strong number considering the circumstances. And MES third is uh, kind um, it is kind of like so called uh, tightening. I think this is uh, tightening of a policy. This is uh, very much in line with what the Fed is uh, thinking just now. You mentioned about tapering. Mm. I think it's going to come in uh, November. And uh, again, the backdrop of all this is also uh, what MES has done and also what the Fed is going to do is also with an eye on uh, inflation, like what you mentioned just now, Ryan. Uh, the inflation outlook, we don't know how long this uh, inflation uh, situation is going to last. Therefore, the central banks around the world, not just the Fed, not just the, the MES, the, around the world, central banks are taking steps to uh, to preempt that uh, from uh, uh, so-called getting out of hand uh, for the inflation. So they, they are doing that. So uh, inflation, yeah, definitely it's a risk. Uh, and also we need to understand where this inflation is coming from. One is on the demand side, mm. you know, the recovery of dollar demand, which is a good thing. Consumers, you know, start to spend because lockdown for so long, like in Australia. And also the supply constraints, yeah, you know, the shipping congestion. We have all this uh, disruption of our production, like for example, in uh, Vietnam. Uh, Ryan. So we, we, we have a whole host of uh, risks that we need to think about. But at the same time, I think the outlook, I think should be positive going forward from here, Ryan. Yeah, taking when you go down to ground level, right, and look at how companies are actually coping with these rising costs, inflationary pressures. What's your view right now? I'm looking at some reports saying that some Singapore firms are you know, paying their suppliers a bit slower. In fact, slow payments by Singapore firms rose to a one-year high in the latest um, quarterly report. What's your um, view or sense of things on the ground? Right. Uh, well, I think what we are seeing right now is that uh, because uh, one problem, of course, is, uh, you know, all the research, all these uh, restrictions of our uh, movements, you know, things like uh, restrict, uh, restrictive measures to 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 contain uh, COVID uh, nineteen situation. So that for the for most part of the year, rather for most part of the year. So I think businesses activities, you know, will be uh, will, uh, you know have been affected uh, more or less. But at the same time, at the same time, you know, all this inflation situation underlying underlying uh, underlying that is the uh, supply disruptions as well. You know, mm. the material shortages. So as a result, the cost. Have gone up, 
right? Uh, you know, the material cost have gone up. So you're, at the same time, the revenue impacted. And on the other side is your, your cost going up. So you, you have a combination of these factors that cause quite a bit of challenges for uh, businesses. And some businesses have to actually come actually close, right, for a variety of reasons, including what we mentioned just now to, to in response to that. And thank you. If you look at what's happening around the world, right, between the developed markets and the emerging markets, um, the IMF recently said that there's a dangerous divergence right now where you have the poorer countries with um, a lack of access to vaccines and they're seeing them struggling to catch up in terms of recovery picture. And then you have the Fed also looking to taper and that will likely mean rate hikes soon enough. Is that going to be a blow to these emerging economies when you look at all these developments? Okay, if we, yeah, uh, Ryan, if you look at the emerging economies, um, let's, let's focus on the Southeast Asia region. Most of, uh, most of the economy in Southeast Asia and parts of Asia, uh, the emerging economy side, uh, we did a report uh, recently, uh, my colleagues and uh, my colleagues rather uh, did a report recently looking at this situation. Mm. You know, if the Fed high interest rate, all the tapering, is that going to cause uh, massive problems for this part of the world? Our conclusion is that no, it's not going to cause as much problem as what it did like uh, in the during 2013 taper tantrum or even uh, 1998 because uh, right now, if you look at around the, uh, around the region, our neighborhood, most of the economies are actually, in terms of fundamentals, are actually quite strong, much stronger rather compared to let's say 10 years, 12 years ago during the uh, financial uh, crisis, global financial crisis. So uh, some of these numbers like current account surplus reserves and all that much stronger. Hmm. Uh, I think though, I think these markets, these economies will be able to uh, take the so-called uh, t- uh, tightening, I think, in strike. Okay. Right? And taking, if you look at the uh, asset allocation that you're uh, looking at for the quarters to come, is this still Tina? Right. No, no. Other alternative besides stocks, nor does the tapering picture change it? Right, uh, Tina, yeah, that's the that's word that you use. <laughs> There's no alternative. Well, I won't put it that way. There's a lot of alternatives. But I think if you look at the house view report that we did, uh, the most uh, recent one, we still look at, uh, in terms of asset location, uh, putting uh, Mali overweight uh, on, uh, on equities. Right, uh, mm-hmm. and if you look at the equities performance so far this year, and yesterday this morning when you reported about the Dow final, uh, you know, final mm-hmm. points up, I think it's a good example. Not just say that, oh, look, you know, you should have invested. What, I, what, try to say that it's going to be volatile. Last week we had one day as well, five hundred down and then one hundred mm-hmm. up at the end of the day. So it's going to be a volatile uh, environment for us. But over the long term, for instance, uh, this year, year to date, um, U.S. equities up by about uh, eight, uh, 15 to 19%, 18% year-to-date. In Singapore, STI, look at STI, uh, so far it's up about 11%. So in terms of uh, investment or asset allocation, equity is still um, a part, should be a part of uh, investors' uh, portfolio. Rather than you know, uh, staying away totally and mm-hmm. go somewhere else, I think it is, in a way, it's a China, <laughs> but uh, it... it uh, in uh, another way, there are alternatives. For instance, uh, fixed income, depending on the risk appetite and uh, and uh, the kind of uh, situation that you will, you mm. will be in. For instance, are you going to get get married or retiring mm. soon? You know that sort of thing. But the financial advisors will tell you, um, will advise you appropriately, uh, Ryan. Right. Right, okay, if you look at the equity space, then what are some of the themes you're looking to ride on, and what are some to avoid right now? When we look at how actually stocks have bounced back so strongly mm. this year. Right. So, uh, again, our uh, team at, uh, at the House View Committee actually recommended we still continue to stay with the pro-cyclical uh, type of stocks yeah, or equity or themes. The reason being um, the expansion cycle, uh, the business expansion cycle normally lasts for a few years. 
you know, we, it's, it, we, we just recovered, right, from a pandemic. Most of the economies, including Singapore, just recovered. And the chances are quite high that the expansion is going to last for at least a couple of years. And if you look at last night, um, the bank earnings that you mentioned this morning, you know, the bank earnings, why are the bank stocks uh, going up so much, Because uh, the American bank stocks? Because the earnings coming in and the expectations for earnings to continue to come in mm. that drove the stocks higher. So that is the kind of uh, environment that we're in. Uh, still in the early stage of the expansion, so you you rather want to be in the more uh, pro-cyclical uh, sort of uh, uh, sectors at oh. this point, Ryan. All right, fourth quarter, uh, we'll see how that pans out. We've been with Swan Tech Kin. He's the head of research for UOB. Taking thanks for your time today. Hey, thanks, Ryan. Thank you. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.